listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach Art Turf. Another glorious morning outside. Look at it. Going to be a little warmer today. 89 are high. No mention of rain until tomorrow and Saturday. And even thunderstorms on Sunday. Plenty of fireworks displays to uh, take advantage of as we celebrate the 4th of July. Look about in your... uh, You can Google different places like uh, Marietta is doing it on this date in... In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N. Huh. What did that do? Uh, That was the ID, so we know who we are once again. Did I do that? I don't know. I doubt it. The computer must have jumped. It did a couple funny things. This morning, too. You know, I see something cute up here of interest. Yeah, I put that up there. Where did you find it? Uh, In the archives. Okay. Did you find others? Yeah. We have played them before, but we haven't played them for some time. Do you have any hunch how many we found? Uh, Maybe about 15. Oh. Not enough. Somewhere we have... Hundreds of them. Well, anyway, we'll, we'll um, keep you guessing what we're talking about for a few minutes. We'll fill you in soon. No, so just in the middle of everything, it played an ID, huh? Yep. Okay. Well, I guess you do know who we are. 970 WATH. The Party Line program on a Friday edition ran winding up a week. And uh, getting ready for the holiday, 4th of July. Now, as I understand it, Athens is having its fireworks display on Sunday. And the Nelsonville Thunder in the Valley is on Saturday. No, 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 I'm sorry, Monday, the 4th itself. But if you look around, like to Palmer. And um, I, I, I Parkersburg, in different places, some of them have displays that are taking place tonight, a- and some of them tomorrow, and so on. So you could, in theory, go to four or five events, all featuring fireworks. So. Um, that's of interest to you, do it. Now, we had a caller a moment ago, but they've disappeared now. I, um, Folks, I invite you to redial whoever was calling. 
All right. Uh, and our number, by the way, folks, if you want to participate, is 740, of course, 592-6646. Right? 592-6646. Here comes a caller right now. So let me get all my buttons just right. Good morning. Morning, sir. It's J.W. J.W. You know I don't wait well, so don't be having me wait, sir. How are you? Well, you know, you got you to gotta be patient. we got to finish our sentences anyway. Yeah, we're doing know, fine. We're doing fine. How about you? You looked good yesterday when I saw you. You did, too. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go into that. We won't go into that. Yeah. Hey. I didn't get a chance to hear the show yesterday because I, was, I had left you guys and then I was traveling. But I wanted to talk about a little bit this uh, January 6th, uh, whatever kind of thing, just a little bit. Um, the January 6th. What, uh, yeah, everybody should be concerned about this, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, because the 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 abuse of power here. I mean, what happens when it gets on the other oh, side? Oh, January 6th. I'm sorry. I know sorry, what you're yeah. talking about. January 6th committee. Yeah, that stuff. Um, or the 1-6, whatever they call themselves. The abuse of power here is is scary. And mm -hmm. what they are doing is laying a precedent for the next group that has the power. Uh, but people should be really concerned about this, keeping people in prison for over a year uh, <laughs> uh, uh, handcuffing people 70 year old people and taking them off in the at the airport for stuff they allegedly said or did this is outrageous um, abuse of power and you know, while those who support them now might be happy about that in some ways, as an American, we should not be because you just wait till it's on the other shoe, on the other yeah, on the other foot. That's it is unbelievable. I don't know how much of this you've followed, but well, first uh, of all, from its inception, to create a committee like that. You know, in communication, we teach a concept called groupthink, and groupthink is when everybody basically thinks the same and, and is not allowed to think differently. This is what you've got going on there is groupthink. I think you need a committee like that for such a if, – if they say it was such a big event, and we can argue about that, you need a committee where there are pros and cons where somebody can say, wait, let's talk about this. What are, what are all the issues? Uh, so this is a dangerous, dangerous precedent. Okay. What's, the, what's, in, the term, what's the term they use? Was it resurgence? What, 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 well, there's insurrection. Insurrection, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I what was your what, impression of that event? My impression of the event is that it, that there's a lot of people there riled up for a lot of reasons, um, and uh, some of that got out of hand. It was also an event ripe for 
just people of all kinds to be there to stir up trouble. Mm-hmm. But let me just say, if I were on that committee, again, see, we don't know what's truth or fact, but if, in fact, President Trump asked Nancy Pelosi and others to send in the National Guard and they refused it, that is a significant, that significant needs to be teased out. If that happened and she refused it, why? I mean, if you've got 20,000 National Guard there, none of that probably happens. So that is really significant. Then the other thing is, the one person who was killed by gunfire was this woman, this Air Force woman, shot by a black policeman. She's unarmed, apparently was not doing anything except standing there or, or coming in like so many others, and he shot her, no investigation. Now, am I missing something here? And that I, I think there's a lot of parts missing. And, yeah. And it's not just of your belief, if you will, but of both beliefs. And it, I, I, it's embarrassing what happened. It's terrible what happened. I... I don't want to go too far with what I feel about this because I think it could have been prevented. Yeah, and with 20,000 National Guard. Well, I think it could have been prevented without that. How? By more... Um, well-mannered people. I don't even know what that means, Dave, so you can explain that to me. Yeah, I'd rather not. Because, Dave, uh, well-mannered. So if that, if your logic is correct there, I'm these, saying these, I same, think... these same well-mannered people could have stopped all the other riots going on in these cities over the years just by talking about it? The only way to stop that don't kind you of behavior think that is ev- with force. Don't you think that event was encouraged? The the, the the event, yes, absolutely. And why would that encouragement be good? Uh, I'm not here to argue whether it be good or not. I think um, if you really feel like uh, something happened that was illegal or whatever... It is the right of Americans to, to gather at, for such events. I get that. Um, I don't think anybody encouraged, depends on what you mean by encouraged, I don't think anybody encouraged anybody to go down there and break windows. I didn't hear anybody say, please, let's go down here and break the windows. Or go down here and storm the uh, Capitol, especially when the police are letting them in. So I don't know what you mean by encouraged. Encouraged to come and talk about it, yeah. Encouraged to go do destruction? I don't hear anybody say that. The only way to stop that kind of event is with force. You know, is with force. I mean, if you make that logic, then you could say that all the Black Lives Matter and all those other riots were encouraged by people who looked the other way. And they would say that's not true at all in their minds. Right. But, hey, you know, here's my point. A committee that doesn't have checks and balances, and if we don't get the two central issues dealt with, 
it's all for naught. If we don't find out whether or not he did ask, I wish there was, I don't know if there's any paperwork, but if he did ask for those 20,000 uh, National Guard and she refused, that's significant. Second, if the only person who was killed by gunfire was by a, a policeman who allegedly was seeming, who was unarmed and seemed to be doing nothing, those are two significant events that you can't talk about January 6th without. That's just my point. Okay, I preach now, but I just had to get that out. I get it. I really do. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, um, folks, you're welcome to call us on topics of interest to you and um, join in on this topic. We can take it further by all means. Um, Today is a Friday. Wait a minute. Is that right? Thursday. Thursday. That's right. Friday, tomorrow, we have a special show. Uh, but first, I'm going to bring the caller on uh, that's trying to ring him right now. So let me get my buttons just right. There we go. Good morning. Good morning. Your last caller must be blind because um, he must not have seen what, what occurred in the people who were saying what occurred. And the people who were saying what occurred and what the part they took in that event on January 6th, these are Republicans being brave enough to come out and not plead the fifth and what have you. This was a concerted effort. Fight like hell was the words out of Trump's mouth. And he did not go. <laughs> he, he said uh, he knew these people were coming. He said that. He knew they were coming. He asked them to come and, and fight like hell. And, I, and he told them at that last rally that he was going to go with them, but he never did go with them. Um, mob bosses tell their people to go ahead and go do things. They're not necessarily the ones on the front line to go do it. Um, <laughs> this was a planned event. It was planned for months. And, and when the president tells people, and the president knew that these people had weapons, all kinds of weapons. Look at the tweets that he put out. He knew they had these things. He even, he, because, you know, when you go through the security, you're not supposed to have the weapons. Well, these people didn't go through the security. They, they stood by, not into that one place, but they had these things. They even had a noose, and they built a platform, and violence was their their. This was their desire. And, you know, you, you ask your, uh, your partner there in the booth, or whatever you, the room, uh, yesterday what he thought about it. And he said it was watch, watching um, the, the, the Republican lady, um, Cheney, Liz Cheney, it was like watching paint dry. What in the world does he want the partner in your room there. What does he want? <laughs> Somebody like Trump to be in there and, and yelling and pounding the chest and grabbing it, stirring, you know, all of those things. <laughs> you don't, she has 20 years, as I understand, as a prosecutor. You don't need a prosecutor in, in any situation that's going to hot dog and whatever the proper term is. But, you know, it's, <laughs> I, I didn't know what I was listening to this morning. I think I've heard that other caller on the on that other line that you don't allow to, your your program to be like that one over there and wherever it is here locally. 
that other one where people are really wild. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Well, now, that, that, that on that other channel, where your, your last caller is often on that other channel. The one, you know, W-A-I-S or whatever the heck the name of that is, the call letters. Oh, okay. And you don't, you don't let that kind of ruffian kind of behavior on your radio station. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, li- I watched, top to bottom, that woman, the administrative assistant to Mark Meadows. And, and she declared she was a Republican, and is a Republican, and she was shocked. And she was trying to get Mark Meadows not to do this and not to do that, that this wasn't right. And um, she, she had to stand by what she said because she had actually said what she said under oath prior to actually being be- before the public. But they brought her before the public so that the public could see uh, what she had to say. But uh, <laughs> I'm still getting over watching uh, that the person in your, in your room there thinking that <laughs> it was like watching paint dry. <laughs> You don't really want someone up there like Trump yelling and screaming Person and pounding his room. chest and doing other kinds of wild stuff. Um, but if you watch this top to bottom, <laughs> this is something we need. Were we supposed to do do nothing? Yes, there were there were innocent people at that march, but there were other people as well. At least those 800 people who have been arrested and actually said they were planning this. The Proud Boys and the and that other group. Uh, that uh, in the, in, and that shaman, <laughs> the guy with the buffalo head thing on it, uh, the buffalo horns on the top of his head. <laughs> they, they, they did want violence. This has been monitored by the FBI and what have you. They followed these groups. But I don't believe, at least I'd like someone to show us, the listeners, did Nancy Pelosi have the authority to order the National Guard in? It's been indicated on news broadcasts that she has did not have that authority. The authority came from the president, bringing in the National Guard, where that is located. That's not a state where the government is located. Um, a governor can bring in a National Guard, but she wasn't the na- she wasn't a governor. She didn't have that political power to do that. Um, anyway, it <laughs> I didn't know what I was tuning in this morning, so. Enough no. said from me, but, but if you, and you have not because you've got other duties to do during your daytime, you, you can't spend the hours watching that to see what is actually said on television. Um, but anyway, I just thought that, you know, <laughs> these are Republicans coming forward. These are not Democrats coming forward. And we have to have this committee. Is, is that last caller thinking we shouldn't have a committee? We should just say bygones? We almost lost our democracy. Do people not understand that? Meaning that if they, their, their intent was to stop the counting, stop the procedure, and if it weren't for Pence, and if Pence was whisked off, we would have had Trump in power. And Trump really has some kind of problem, I think, uh, mentally, I guess. But I don't think he should get off because of that um, of that comment by me, that you know, and other people have made the same comment. Probably psychiatrists, and I'm not one of them. But uh, thank you very much. Sure, thank you. The um, um, what what's amusing you back there? I thought you, I heard a chuckle. You you can continue on there with what you were going to say. Okay. I I don't like people 
of authority. Um, promoting bad situations or situations that can potentially become bad. I think there's a responsibility to settle things down and so for that reason um, I've not been very pro-Trump okay, because I think he likes to stir things up now there's some other parts of his general philosophies that I do support but um, well I surely didn't mean to get into this today but uh, our audience raised the issue and it's worth thinking about uh, do I think there should have been the what is it called insurrection that should have taken place? No. I think there are other ways of handling that which don't uh, necessitate all, you know, zooming into Washington and raising hell. And, uh, you know, the, the destruction to some of the buildings was uh, expensive. Uh, there were law enforcement people involved, the National Guard. Um, there was some involvement by them, but not, not the kind of numbers that were suggested today, 20,000 or something like that. Um, it's really touchy. It's really delicate. And I hope we can avoid happenings like that again. It doesn't reflect the best picture of our government. And I think Americans like being proud of the history of their government, what their government stands for. And there's lots and lots of things we could take topic by topic that we, as Americans, support that maybe in other countries are not popular. But... Um, you know, I, I'm proud to be an American and to have America be the place it is. So when things like this happen, it's kind of just a slight step backwards in my head. But that's just me. Anything to add back there? Nope. Okay. I had started to mention that tomorrow we have a special edition 
Lee Gregg and Melania Miller will be joining mm. us. Um, basically, uh, there's a concept that's uh, moving forward. It's called, it's called Athens Rethink Plastics. And um, so we're going to learn about it tomorrow. But the bottom line is that uh, plastics are used in so many ways in which perhaps they could be used in fewer ways. And and those we have can be reused rather than simply discarded. And we'll get into all the uh, health issues and environmental Im issues and all of that sort of thing uh, in our show tomorrow. But Lee Miller, I'm sorry, Lee, Greg, and Melena Miller joining us tomorrow. And uh, the Sierra Club is involved in this in a big way. And um, I guess July, here in the state of Ohio at least, is considered plastic-free July. So that's what we'll talk about tomorrow as we wind up the week. Well, again, our phone number, 592-6646. And, of course, you have to put 740 in front of it. As this person has just done, we have another caller. Let me get my right button here. There it is. Uh-oh. Nope, lost him. Uh, I invite you to redial. I'll try to pay more attention to the little light over there. Um, anyway, we can uh, do our normal thing. Should we? Why not? Why not? <clears throat> Today is June 30th. Tomorrow is the last day of June. But on June 30th, historically, today is Social Media Day. National Bomb Pop Day, National Meteor Watch Day, and National Handshake Day. Having said that, we'll go back to the phones. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. Um, your call-in system doesn't like me much, but um, that's not why I called. Okay. I wondered if Scott did his homework and had checked on how... Hitler got rose to power in twenties and thirties in Germany. Um, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Think, well, you should do that. And, well, maybe uh, you can do it and fill us in. Well, what, what, well, what's your what's your point in the question? Yeah. The point is, he lost an election started to lie about it. He, when he did get any kind of 
press, who disparaged the press and his intelligence uh, unit, whatever it was, the equivalent of our FBI, um, talked about fake news. Any of these things strike home? Well, yes. Donald, yes. Donald Trump has done every one of those things. Also, Hitler, when he did get elected to the head of the Nazi party, invited all the parties together after an election, and they thought they were going to have a big get-together and maybe a party weekend, invited them to a certain hotel, sent his goon squad in, the SS, and they murdered every one of the other uh they have more than one party, all the other party members. That's what was supposed to have happened on January 6th. Those people were sent there with the intent of killing most of the Democrats, maybe some of the Republicans. They were going to hang the uh, vice president. So if you take a look at history, those that cannot remember the past or don't repeat it. Okay. I think Donald Trump is the most dangerous person this country has ever had. He's not interested in being the president. He wants to be a dictator like his pal Putin. He has said about Putin that he envies the way he can he handles Russia like it's his own private company. Donald Trump has never once said he's going to make the United States great again. That's key. America can be great without the United States. Think about those things. Okay. Thank you. All righty. Um, are, you, are you done? Yeah, there, there he is. Um, yeah, I, and we've heard this stuff before. Um, it's a very divisive thing. Um, because if you, you know, it's so easy to... To choose, well, is it easy? Anyway, it's rare to find someone that's not on one side or the other. I guess that's, I guess that's the point. Good morning. It's me again. Um, I am not a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Talk about choosing sides. I am an independent. Mm-hmm. I look at both sides of every issue. Donald Trump is a dangerous man. I predicted that he would try a coup before the 16 election, and he did. That was supposed, he was supposed to take over the government then, declare it null and void, and declare himself a dictator. That's the point of 1 6. How do you feel about the current administration? 
I think that they're trying to do something good, but I don't think that they're having any success. Mm-hmm. I think Biden means well, but uh, with too many things, basically he's overwhelmed, and he's getting absolutely no help from the other side. You were talking about divisive. Yes, it's it's pitiful the way Republicans and Democrats line up and, and can't cross the line. It takes courage to compromise, and I don't see any courage on either side. Right. Well, very again, uh, again, thanks for your call. Okay. Bye. Um. See, on this day in history, just to change topics for a little bit, the year was 1520. Spanish conquistadors are expelled from, oh boy, Tenochtitlan, T-E-N-O-C-H-T-I-T-L-A-N. They were uh, expelled from that area following an Aztec revolt against their rule under Hernan Cortez during the La Noche Triste, which um, roughly translated as the, the Night of Sadness. Many soldiers drown in the escape, and Aztec Emperor... Moctezuma II dies in the struggle. That in 1520 on this date. In 1860 on this date, famous debate on Charles Darwin's theory of evolution held at the Oxford University Museum and dominated by arguments between Thomas Henry Huxley and Bishop Samuel Wilberforce. Nineteen oh eight, a giant football most likely caused by the airburst of a large meteoroid or comet flattens eighty million trees near the Story Tagusca River um, in a place I cannot pronounce in Russia. It's the largest impact event in recorded history and remains so. 1934, again on this date, the Night of Long Knives. Not lives, knives. K-N-I-V-E-S. Adolf Hitler stages a bloody purge of the Nazi party. 1938, Superman I appears in DC Comics Action Comic Series, issue number one. say the beginning of Superman. 1992, South African uh, President Nelson Mandela meets with UN Secretary General Boutros Boutros Ghali. I remember that. Okay, here we go. Famous birthdays. 
Well, this one picture doesn't resemble him real closely, but it's Michael Phelps. Fine athlete, right? Scott, you got to help me here. Oh, he was an Olympic swimmer. Yeah, and he's celebrating his 37th birthday today. Uh, another gal that um, would be celebrating her birthday were she still alive, but she certainly was attractive, the actress Susan Hayward. She was born in 1917 on this date. She died in 1975. Uh, Mike Tyson, another athlete, right? Boxer. Yep. 56th birthday today. And Willie Sutton, was he a gangster? Probably so. 1901, he was born on this date. He died in 1980. Just double-check. I don't want to... pretty sure he was. Yeah, he was an American bank robber, stole an estimated $2 million. It's funny. Whenever we have photographs of... Um, a gangster or um, someone that's done a lot of illegal stuff like that. You can almost see it in their eyes. And like if I didn't have, if we had a whole series of these pictures here, but without names or dates or anything, I bet you I would be able to pick out a number of them. The mobsters? Yeah. Famous deaths. John William Strutt. S-T-R-U-T-T. Born in 1841. Died on this date in 1919. Now, what was his thing? He was an English mathematician who made extensive contributions to science. Science. And then another one, and I'm not sure I will pronounce this one right, Charles J. Gutieu, G-U-I-T-E-A-U, born in um, 1841, died on this date in 1882. What was his thing? He was a lawyer and assassinated U.S. President James A. Garfield. Oh, mercy. Wow. He uh, was a scorned supporter. Apparently felt that he had played a major role in Garfield's election, for which he should have been rewarded with a consulship. Well, um, about six and a half minutes remaining today. Um, NATO. The leaders have formally invited Finland and Sweden to join its military alliance. This occurred yesterday during a summit being held in Madrid. And some feel it was in response to Russia's invasion to, uh, rather, of the Ukraine. Well, the news comes one day after Turkey agreed to reverse its opposition. Uh, to the country's prospective memberships. 
Turkey had initially opposed the invitation due to the country's support for Kurdish militant organizations it considers terrorist threats. You got another call there, by the way, Thank if you, you haven't to not notice. I didn't. Let me get this last sentence out. Finland and Sweden agreed to drop future support of the organizations to reach the compromise. Okay. Uh, whoops, wrong button. Right button. Good morning. JW, I wasn't going to call back, but I can't resist. i got to say two things. Do it. One, to one of your callers, yes, I am physically blind, but trust me, I can see quite well. And secondly, if Joe Biden isn't careful, he's going to get us into a war with Russia, and that will not be good for anybody. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. All right. Um, Paris terror conviction. A story out of France. The lone surviving attacker from a group of Islamic State extremists responsible for a 2015 terrorist attack in Paris that left 130 people dead and more than 400 people injured was sentenced to life in prison yesterday. Judges also handed down verdicts for 19 others, six of which were in um, abstentia, right? Abstentia? How do you say that? Abstentia. Okay. Meaning they were not, they were absent from the uh, courtroom. And they, for those people, with sentences ranging from two years to life in prison. The attack was the deadliest in France since World War II. Ten gunmen split across three groups carried out attacks on the night of November 13, 2015. Targets included the Bakken Concert Hall. Can't get it where more than 1,500 attendees were gathered for a performance. The surviving attacker, Salah Abdeslam, escaped and led authorities on a four-month search across Europe before being apprehended. While the attack triggered a two-year state of emergency in that country, The case was one of the most extensive in modern French history, involving hundreds of witnesses and nearly one million documents. Wow. Okay. Now, Scott, you put something up here. This is uh, one of my dad's commentaries from years ago, right? Yep. So it's uh, two minutes and seven seconds. That uh, should fill up much of the final part. Let's, Let's listen. Okay. Friends, not long ago, I heard a 30-year-old employee say, I have a right to be happy in my work, and I'm not happy. Now, would that apply to you? Are you happy? What is happiness? I suppose it involves pleasure, contentment, 
being glad or cheerful. It would probably mean that you have no worry. Does it mean that everything you do is fun? Years ago, I was a young, beginning salesman just starting in to sell Delcolite plants in Frigidaire. I had it all to learn. Most of the time, I did not make a sale, but I enjoyed it. Each new day was a new challenge. I was learning, and I was reasonably happy. Then I was promoted to the sales department at Dayton, where I kept tally on all salesmen in southern Ohio. I made long lists of figures and added them up. Each, each time I got a different answer. I was not happy. Neither was my supervisor. In fact, I was miserable. But it was my problem. I did not belong at a desk working with figures. I belonged out on the road calling on people. I learned that no one is guaranteed happiness. We're guaranteed life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The pursuit. I was happy trying to make my first sale, and I had to pursue it for some time. After making it, then I had a new goal to pursue, to sell enough to make a living. When that happened, there was still a new goal. The goal is always changing and something to pursue. Let's say you set yourself a goal and you reach it by the time you're 30. You're happy. For how long? Will you keep that state of happiness for the next 50 years? No. It's the pursuit of happiness that counts. And happiness can vary from worry to elation. I must say I have thoroughly enjoyed the pursuit of happiness. And once in a while, just for a brief moment, I think maybe I caught it. Just thought you'd like to know. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. President Biden says the Supreme Court's decision to end the constitutional right to abortion is destabilizing, and he hopes Democrats on Capitol Hill will take the next step. Mr. Biden's just spoken at the finish of the NATO summit in Spain. Correspondent Steve Dorsey has details from Madrid. Mr. Biden criticized the Supreme Court, calling it outrageous and a mistake for it to strike down Roe versus Wade. I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure that Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. It should be we provide an exception for this. He also said in meetings with world leaders here in Europe this week, his foreign counterparts don't believe the U.S. is going backwards. Just in, a judge has temporarily blocked Kentucky's near-total abortion ban that was triggered by the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade ruling. President Biden also says the U.S. will send an additional $800 million in aid to Ukraine, including advanced weapons defense systems. There's new evidence inflation is soaring. A key gauge jumped 6.3 percent last month, and Americans are tightening their purse strings. Economist Gus Fauché. This is causing problems for U.S. consumers. There was a modest increase in consumer spending, 